Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcasts, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcasts.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. Now available on video cassette, your favorite '90s movie nostalgia podcast. I am Tom Hewinger, joined as always by the uh, 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 the Santa to my uh, elf, <laughs> Trevor Williams. Merry Xmas, Tom. You know, sometimes I think about that before we start. Sometimes I don't. Oh, really? That was an example where I thought about it <laughs> oh, long and hard. No, I, no. That you was, know, it's okay, though, because, it's, it's you know, my... the audience, the listeners can tell when you're smiling, when you're giving that intro. Right. Just like we're all smiling right now, and it just comes across as so happy sounding. We are just all smiling, smi- smiles. Smiles, all smiles. smiles here. Uh, it is December the 21st. Merry winter, everybody. Is it the 21st or the 22nd? Is the, it's not. Why it, do we even continue with this ruse? Is it, does it change? We're not does recording it, it on the day that it comes out. This is uh, live, everyone. Hello. Right. No, but when it comes out, it's the 21st. Okay. Hopefully everyone is uh, off of work by yeah, now. I or hope so. this is Yeah, probably, right? I hope so, yeah, because Christmas Eve is Monday. Right. Although a lot of people work on Christmas Eve. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it does suck. If you're in retail, I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, we are joined today by a guest, a guest we've been trying to, wanted to get on for some time now. And well, we've been uh, wanting it. He suggested a great holiday movie that I had forgotten existed. <laughs> Me too. Uh, t- today we welcome <laughs> Forrest Coleman. Hello. Hi, Forrest. Hey, doing? guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being I'm here. I'm excited. And uh, I, Forrest, you are the, you were previously like the head bartender, bar manager. Of, mm-hmm. of Nola Cafe and many bars before, and many bars before, which we're going to talk about later. I'm very <laughs> excited. Um, but now you recently took over as a general manager. I am the general manager. We of actually Nola now, yeah. recently had the former general manager, Logan. Yeah, Logan was on, on right? Yeah. When he, uh, Dracula dead and loving it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Classic. It was one of his last. Days Perfect of work for Logan. Too. It yeah. was great. Um, but yeah, I like. I still mostly think of you as a. You know, my personal mixologist. Like, I mean... Like, if I needed a, a, a rabbi equivalent of a bartender, it would be you. I appreciate Someone that. to confide in. I mean, yeah. I gravitate behind the bar still. It's it's, it's yeah, what I, thought, I am. It was funny. We were all there last night for my birthday, and I by the end of the night... Because I remember you were kind of like... At some point, you are like, I think I'm, I'm heading out. And the next thing I know, you're like behind the bar making drinks and like <laughs> helping it's, helping them clean up. Yep. That's the deal. It's an every, everyday thing. Even... Even when I'm supposed to be on the floor, I'm behind the bar at some point. And uh, you're also a musician? Yeah. Uh, you uh, Just a, a man of many talents. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> at least those talents. Uh, <laughs> those do. So, Forrest, you picked today's movie, uh, which you brought with you, right? <laughs> you're the guest always supposed to bring the movie. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, you didn't bring, you bring the movie and we give you a commemorative mug. Yeah. That's how it goes. <laughs> no, uh, we'll, uh, the internet will provide. But uh, what's today's movie, Forrest? Trapped in Paradise. Trapped in Paradise. Which paradise. I don't think I've seen in 20 years or so. Now, there are three main actors. Let's all go around and name one. Trevor, go. Thank you so much. Love it. <laughs> yes. As in John. Love John. It. No, not, not Charlie. No. Love it. <laughs> And uh, good old Dana Carvey. And Dana. Garth Algar. And Garth. Nicolas Cage. Holy Our third shit. Nicolas Cage movie. It's honestly still not enough. I need more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what a, what, a, what a team. Before even talking about anything. Yeah. If you just said, uh, hey, do you remember that movie with John uh, Lovitz. Lovitz, Dana Carvey, and Nicolas Cage? Where does your brain go? Not there. Straight to heaven. Who's the out? So, who's the outlier there? Is it is it Nicholas Cage. Cage? Is it? I think so. It's Cage. Yeah, yeah. yeah because obviously mm-hmm. Daniel Carvey and Lovitz have the the SNL yeah, connection. Yeah, the SNL connection. History. And weren't they a part of the? They call it the perfect cast or the best cast of SNL. Oh, uh, maybe. That's yeah. Like Myers, the, uh, Lovitz, Phil Hartman. Yeah. Um, they say like that was the Piscopo <laughs> <laughs> of uh, sidekicks. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. It was oh, a great man. film. So that racist. Was, that was a great, <laughs> great movie. It um, really was. <laughs> we, should, we should watch that annually. Let's just watch it again. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a good good cast. You had uh, Chris Elliott. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of like, think boy. he's good. Chris oh, Elliott's shit. father and daughter, both SNL cast members at some oh, point. Wow. I did not know that. Wow. Well, How do you uh, know that? Yeah, I read. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's smart. Um, so, Trevor. Tom. What do you remember about this movie? What's it about? Tell me what it's about right now. So, okay. Par- Paradise is is a town, I believe. And these guys are mm-hmm, bank mm-hmm, robbers, mm-hmm. I think. And mm-hmm, they ro- mm-hmm. they rob a bank and they get snowed in maybe or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm, and they, mm-hmm. they end up going to this house where the, it's like a, you know, I don't know, a, just a suburban house for some <laughs> reason. And they, do they say that they're like family members or something? Is it like, is it like... And go to Forest. Forest. Help. What happens next? Help, help. I all I think I remember is that Dana Carvey plays the idiot. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I really don't remember I'm except for everything Trevor said. They're I'm, brothers, right? Is it three brothers? I think so. Okay. I think I, I, so. I, I and they get trapped in a snowstorm, somehow being on the land. Right. Or do and, they just like? But there is all. I, they're also like holding up like some false identity stuff, like stuff like music, like a music man kind of situation, you know where. They show up and yeah, maybe they're mistaken as like, oh, it's our long lost third cousins that we're coming to visit. Is it something. that, or is the family just trying to be like really great? Like, oh, our car broke down and we need a place to to crash, kind of thing. And they're just trying to be uh, hospitable, yeah. good Christians it's, on Christmas, it's kind something of thing. like that. Yeah, for and sure. uh, they're gonna rob the town, and then I think John K. John. John, John, John Cage. John Cage. Uh, Johnny Cage and. Sonya Blade. <laughs> and Nicholas Lovitz. Um, Sonya Blade. I think uh, Nicholas Cage like falls in love, right? And not just with, not just with uh, like a woman, but but with but, the town, but with the town, like Groundhog Day, like Groundhog yeah, exactly. Day. Yeah, but in one night. I think this is like Groundhog Day, but in one. A couple days, I guess, maybe. I don't know how long they're so trying to paradise. They, they brought Nicolas Cage in to be the romantic lead, which is so weird, right? Guess, just, but it's also like this is, this is a uh, without a doubt a comedy. Yeah. So I feel like that easily could have been like Dana Carvey, John Lovitz, and 
Mike Myers or any. Uh, num- okay, who was a f- really funny romantic lead at that time? Um, we're talking. Geez. This is like early mid nineties, right? I mean, I immediately. So I think Mike Myers was a good romantic lead. So I married an axe so murderer. So murder. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what I'm bringing up. I love that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. And yes. we definitely have to do it. It's on the list. Um, <laughs> she goes. Oh, yeah, that's a great, great uh, music moment in there. Okay. Uh, uh, so okay, maybe <laughs> he could do that. But was Nicolas Cage known for his comedic work at this point? Uh, I mean, he, I had, think... he was in van- like Vampire's Kiss. Okay, was such a like, that was not supposed to be funny. I, I guess you're it's right. so funny. I, re- I watched it recently. I love that movie so much. It's insane. Um, I guess you're right about that. Um, but oh, what about like Valley Girl? Okay. Valley Girl is kind of comedic. Um, I'm thinking this would have been around the time of like <clears throat> City of Angels too, and like oh my Family God. Man or whatever. When he okay, those well, were was doing well, all those serious, like, dramatic. Family Man was a little later. So was City of Angels. But he was Cougar, doing dramatic Cougar roles. But at City that point. of Angels was definitely somewhere in the '90s. Uh, I think Family Man <clears throat> was like 2000 was something. What was the Coen Brothers one again? I'm I'm blanking on it. The brother, the Coen Brothers one. Oh, the, uh, the, uh, Raising Arizona. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I think he does have a, a history of of being funny. But he also has a history of being like super crazy, weird, serious. Yeah, which is funny, but yeah. not for the same. Not always reason. intentionally. Yeah, I don't know. But this certainly isn't one of those like when people are like, "Oh yeah, Nicholas Cage, fucking Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes, uh, National Treasure, uh, National Treasure." <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah. But people aren't like trapped in paradise. Uh, I watched the Magician's the other night. What'd you watch? Eight millimeter. Oh, I remember <laughs> that. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's Cage. Uh, that's the Cage. Sorcerer's, Sorcerer's Sor- the magician's nephew. Uh, yeah, that's the prequel. C.S. Lewis. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Um, I don't know. So Cage is going to be funny in this, but he's also going to be like, in, he's going to fall in love with who? Uh, the mayor's daughter. Is, the, it, is it, it the it mayor's right house? Yes, I'm calling okay. it. Okay. Hmm. I, I mean, what? Who else is it going to be? Or maybe it's the local. Hardware store owner. He's going to fall in love with the hardware store owner? Yes. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, why not? It's 2018. Well, why are you assuming it's a male? I, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't. Why were you assuming <laughs> why that you, I was assuming? Why were you assuming anything? Did you just assume the I, gender I was assuming? Yeah. <laughs> I did. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. He may not even fall in love. I don't know. But uh, well, that would be weird if he maybe fall Dana Carvey falls in love. There's definitely yeah maybe. I I'm just gonna say not like, love it. Dana Carvey's like Aww. he's got like this weird like he has like a weird character voice. That's what that's doing, the like, only thing I remember. He's like <laughs> yeah yeah he's got. I wish I, I wish there was a visual. He's doing a De Niro impression his, the whole he's time. Like going like a, he's in like a cool guy. I'm gonna like James Dean or something. <laughs> like I don't know, but he's not. But he's not because he's Garth. Cause he's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna take a guess that Lovitz and Carvey put this movie together and needed like a leading guy at the time and they right. were like let's do cage he can be funny and do you think they wrote it or like they're think, involved in the writing i think they okay. probably had something to do with the writing and the and definitely All the producing right. cool who directed it does anybody know uh richard donner <laughs> no <laughs> oh uh uh stanley kubrick yes definitely yes, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, the yeah. the forgotten kubrick film <laughs> lorne michaels uh it's pre- yeah you know i bet it is lorne michaels <laughs> produced I bet that probably that, so. that, I, that could pop up. That could pop up. Um, I really, but <clears throat> other than that, I really don't remember much else about the movie. 
Um, there's obviously going to be a moment where they get found out and they're like, oh my gosh, how could you have lied to us this whole right, time? Right. And then they're going to do some redemptive thing and everything's going to be fine. So what's going to happen? Are there, are there rival burglars? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking mm. some other bad guys come in. Or do they owe money to flip. somebody? Do they owe money to someone that shows up? It's going to show up and it's going to be the bad people and then they're going to save the other people. Oh. Like uh, Chris Point Blank. Yeah. Remember that Oh, one? yeah. Great one. Great <laughs> soundtrack. Yeah. I love Chris Great Point soundtrack. Point. Yeah. Really good soundtrack. <laughs> Poor Hank Azaria. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, other fa- what's your favorite Dana Carver movie that's not this one? Wayne's World, Master of Disguise. Master of Disguise is yeah, gonna say that. Turtle, Turtle, yeah, Turtle. No, yeah, obviously Wayne's World, right? I can't yeah. even name any. Like, there's Wayne's World, Wayne's World Two, this movie, and Master of Disguise, right? Opportunity oh, knocks. Actually, he's also in um, Spinal Tap for like two seconds. Oh, yeah, he is. He's a mime. Oh, you're right. He is a mime. He's talking Spanish, to like yeah. Billy Crystal. It's <laughs> like for like two seconds, he's there. That's wild. Um, yeah, no, he's not. He's not in a lot of movies. What's the deal with that? Well, he and he like very kind of uh, notoriously wasn't in anything for a long time after Master of Disguise. Well, it was the, he had a talk show he, for a minute. He did a talk or show. Or was it a sketch? Well, show? it was. A, I think it was maybe a combination. The Dana Carvey show. It yeah. definitely had sketches. Um, there's a, apparently like a really interesting documentary about that show and the making of it. Um, the Dana Carvey show. Yeah, the Dana Carvey show. I never he, watched it. He has that show now, or he it, he he did have it. I don't know if it lasted very long, but it was like uh, it was like uh, America's Got Talent or like American Idol, but it was like f- just for people that did impressions, because that was like you know one of his things. That was one of his things. Do you ever see yeah, the stand up with Chop Chop and Broccoli? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched. I oh, so good. I watched so that good. so like, much. 50 times when yeah. I was a kid. It was on, Me too. It was on TV all the time. All the time. And Comedy I, Central. I yeah. loved that. I had it like memorized. Chop a broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when he runs ice. off the stage and goes and plays Paradise. the drums. That's where this comes from. <laughs> yeah. Paradise. Oh. Chop a broccoli in paradise. Oh, yeah. No, there's so many good musical bits in there. And I don't always like comedians that use music, mm-hmm. but he did it well. He also, and it's it's unfortunate because it, it this probably hasn't aged super well but he does a whole he does like 10 minutes on on the oj simpson trial oh yeah and it <laughs> and even as a kid watching it i thought it was hilarious even though i didn't fully right we were everything that fully was grasping on. the the situation but it was it was all over the news and so yeah but also just it goes to show you like timing and delivery is so important in comedy <laughs> um all right favorite lovitz movie the Wedding Singer. I was going to say oh, The Wedding Singer. He's Mom and Dad well. Save the he's World. Like, he's in it. <laughs> the, the beginning of Little oh, Nicky. good. <laughs> Mom and Dad Save the World. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting you were going to say The Wedding Singer because he's he's in it for like a minute. Yeah, but, so he, is, but he steals it. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's losing his mind. It's so... Uh, he's losing his mind. Uh, the way he like backs out. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, man, his... his in the song that he does, too. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies' night. Ooh, yeah. What a night. Yeah. Ooh, what a night. Uh. So John Lovitz is a person that uh Forrest you have personal experience with. Yeah. I used to work for him. Oh, please uh, talk about that. Please talk about Lovitz. Yeah. So John Lovitz, Lovitz. um opened up a bar or a club in San Diego called the John Lovitz Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um. It was behind a bar that I worked at for many years called Aubergine. Uh, San Diego on Fourth and Island in the Gaslamp District, and uh, yeah, so I bartended for John Lovitz for 
a good year. So you left your place and then you went to work for him? Is that how? Oh, that... no, I, I just, he just kind of bought into the bar I was already working at. He's oh, like, I okay, see. we're going to turn this back part, which was a oh. theater, into the John Lovitz, John Lovitz Comedy Club. And he would come in and like you would yeah. like, talk with him and Yeah, the first the time I stuff. met him was, was very surprising. Like we heard yeah. these rumors of like, hey, so we're partnering up with a pretty well-known comedian. Right. And one day it was, uh, I was there, it was before we opened, I was doing prep stuff. I was cutting fruit or something and I look up and he's just staring at me. Nobody else <laughs> in this whole bar. And I just look up and he's just looking at me like with a John Lovett's face. He's like chewing gum. And he's like, <laughs> Hey, how are you? And I was like, Hey, hey what's up? And what's we chatted up? for a minute. Super nice guy. Yeah. Great. And then, uh, I went out to the back and in the alley, like he was talking with a bunch of our like cooks and stuff. And we had a, we were a sushi restaurant as well. Uh huh. That's really the main food we had. Was he like into sushi? Not at all. Oh <laughs> no, not at all. He he looked very disappointed when he was just like, "Oh, so that's what we do here, sushi." And he was talking to the sushi chef. He was like, "So you make sushi and you call yourself a chef? You don't cook anything." <laughs> oh my god, it was Classic really love really it. good. Love it. And then he found out we had ribs on the menu, and he was like, "I'll take the ribs." Nice. Oh. But yeah, uh, speaking of this, a lot of people don't know this. Talking about comedians using music. When John Lovett says stand-up, he does songs. He just plays a piano and makes like, mockeries of other songs, That's which great. I wasn't expecting. So was that kind of the extent of your interaction with him? Did you or did you see him semi? Did he come in a lot? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. quite a bit. Yeah, especially in the beginning when we were getting like the you know getting everything together and booking comedians. Our first comedian was him. Our second was David Spade. We had Craig Robinson. Pretty much everyone who was That's like cool. doing stand up at that time, That's and it was cool. you know it's only an hour and a half from L.A., so we had a club in L.A. and one in San Diego, so people were going like back and forth. What's yeah. that guy? We had T.J. Miller, I think is his name, Miller. when yeah. he was early on, before he railroaded his career. <laughs> yeah, I mean this, this was like twelve years ago, so yeah. Uh, yeah, he was in quite a bit. I mean he was always kind of business too, like he was he was there to like make sure the comedians were all comfortable, had everything they need. That's cool. That's great. He was like hanging out with them. So you would say he was a a nice guy. Extremely nice guy. Goofball. Yeah. Like he, just like you would imagine, like he cracks a joke like at any chance he gets. That's cool. But really, really sweet guy. What was the name of the bar? It was just uh, the John John Lovitz Lovitz Comedy Club. Club. Is it still there? It's not there anymore. Uh, It only lasted about a year. Was it the sushi? It was, it was the fish. Definitely had to have been. No, we ended up getting bought out by like some Miami nightclub and it just God. Uh, yeah it's Miami Miami they always yeah putting their tendrils out and taking all the good spots in San Diego all of it's just it's little Miami now <laughs> that's what I think about when I think about Miami <laughs> think about yeah. giant Cthulhu monster yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh that's uh that's great uh that's a- cool. any other uh things about this movie uh that we have to discuss do we obviously have talked a lot about Nick Cage, Dana Carvey, and John Lovitz? Do is can you remember is anybody of, else in this movie? I can't I think know. of anyone else, but I'm It'll hoping like Christopher Lloyd shows up. No. Christopher Lloyd. Okay. All right. Who do you want to show up, Trevor? Um, Craig Robinson. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. And uh, I just my go to Chris Christopher Walken. I hope he's in there somewhere. I Maybe. feel like he could be. He could be. Yeah. He could so be. Prime Walken time. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of walking, we're going to walk ourselves over to watch this movie. Nice, Tom. Thanks. <laughs> and by that, I mean I'm going to turn my chair uh, towards my computer and put it on. All right. You should go watch this movie. 
so you can engage in the conversation after this break. Yeah, we want to talk about it with you. With you. In your car. Or maybe you already watched it and you're just going to plow on through. Or maybe, maybe you watch it every Christmas. Is it a Christmas movie? Yes. Okay. It's I not just so. winter? Yeah, it's definitely a Christmas movie, thinking, right? I, I, it's definitely winter. It's almost certainly a Christmas. I mean, if there's snow in it. <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. A Christmas Christmas movie. movie. Okay, okay. It's, if Harry Potter is a Christmas movie, then, you know. Happy Christmas. All right. Happy here Christmas, we go. Harry. We're going to watch it now. Goodbye. Nobody was... until somebody loves you. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, so, right out the gate, what was your, what's your impression? What did you think, Forrest? The classic cage. Oh, <laughs> oh my great God. cage! I had no great idea it was going to be it that was cage. Some super cage. He went all out. He even flipped a table. I did not He's expect it to be that cagey. Neither did Neither. I. It was so good. Yeah. He was the funniest part of the movie. He really was. We were like, I don't know. Is he really doing comedy stuff in this? It doesn't matter because he's just all out cage he's and all, that's he's hilarious. Just, you know, saying something and then all he of a sudden. It's the thing! <laughs> his accent kept changing. Oh, yeah. Because we were talking about Vampire's Kiss and at the very beginning, it was almost Vampire's yeah, Kiss like. It was also a little was bit different. Uh, con air. I saw that. I what felt that too. I felt like the, the like weird force like gump a, voice he does like sometimes. He said like right. trigger, like 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 anytime yeah. he had like a er word, it was like trigger. So, like yeah, he said. I remember specifically he talked about like pulling a trigger or something, and he's like, oh yeah, he said trigger. Pull the trigger. Yeah, I don't know, it, it was. He was trying to do a New York thing. Yeah, but it was, it was just like he couldn't figure out what New York thing he was doing. Wasn't working <laughs> all the time, but it was good. It was some good cage. It was good cage. I oh, went in yeah. with the intentions or expect expectation that he, he was going to be the main like like robber. I didn't think he was going to be the kind-hearted one. I thought he was going to be, you know, the Lovitz. Okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he's Lovitz the was leader. in it. Uh, I didn't realize he was uh, the sweet one. Carvey was the kleptomaniac who really cared more about the process of stealing yeah. than the stuff he's itself. He's an artist. He's yeah. an artist, really. Or, yeah. Or just someone with a problem. But he had also, something going gosh, on. And it was it was exactly like I remembered it, but the Dana Carvey character was so weird. It was just weird. Yeah, that was weird Carvey. I don't know. Hey, I don't know what was hey going guys, on. Hey, guys. Hey, hey uh, I'm Dana Carvey. It's, it's like really I paid for it. I paid. Hey, 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 no, man, hey, I paid for it. Mer- hey, Merlin. The horse. Merlin. Oh, he's Merlin. I can't, we can't leave Merlin the hey, horse. Hey. I love you, Merlin. <laughs> it was so weird. Um... So this was what our third cage. It's our third cage. Our but first was uh, Con Air, and then we did Con Air, The Rock, The Rock, and now Trapped I think this is our second Lovitz. What's the first Lovitz? Fievel goes west. Who is he in Fievel goes <laughs> the west? The spider. Oh, you're right. <laughs> That's right. He's second the spider. Lovitz. He was the spider. Oh, we were talking about favorite Lovitz movies earlier, uh, and I forgot to mention City Slickers too. Yeah, uh, it's been a long time since I've seen that, so I can't it's really. It's really good. Okay, he's good. Get some good lovets. It's some good lovets. Okay, that's good. Uh, some of the, uh, 
I, I guess in the very beginning, it was giving us a little bit of trivia, movie trivia in the uh, thing. And oh, it yeah. said that I, I, the I, actors disliked uh, filming so much that they called it trapped in bullshit. Yeah. Mm. And they, so there's uh, that. Uh, that was, yeah, I read that on the IMDb as well. Trapped in bullshit. Okay. Uh, I also else? read that, like, the, the director apparently was giving, like, no direction. And okay. that Nicolas Cage directed large portions of the film because wow. the director was just not, not giving direction. Doing the job. Yeah. Wow. Who's the director? Something Gallows, David Gallows or something. Huh. Interesting. Did he work more? Do you know anything else he's done? Uh, I, no, I, I, I can find regular. out yeah. with yeah. the magic of the internet. So there's a lot of Catholic guilt going on with Cage's character. We first mm-hmm. see him, he finds a wallet, he's counting the money over and over again, and he just really wants it so bad. But he sees pictures of like, I don't know, what was it? Kids like, and cats and dogs. Yeah. <laughs> All the things to take care <laughs> of in a family wallet. was in this wallet, and he I guess he gave it back. He put, so it, in he put it in the mailbox. Does that work? And then George Gallo. And then he confessed to the uh, to the priest. Right. And, so the, and then he found out his brothers were coming home from jail, possibly. Right. And so we, we cut to the parole hearing, of the, which I don't think went particularly well. No, I was, I was like, oh, that was an example of them like nailing a parole interview? Right. Yeah, no one does a double parole interview. Also Why were that, they together? Actually, yeah, that that's another no really good point. Well, yeah, it's too. like, hey, they're, here they are. They're brothers. They did the thing together, but that wouldn't happen. Because they have different behavior in prison. Yes. Anyway. Right. Carvey was so weird. I thought Lovitz was great, though. Um, I thought Lovitz was good. Classic Lovitz. Mom was great. Oh, she was hilarious. Edna was phenomenal. (laughs) She was so funny. Oh, my God. What a great just New York mom. Yeah, she she was wonderful. Clovis and Merlin, though, they they stole Uh, the show. Clovis and uh, (laughs) what was the other one's name? Well, Merlin was the horse. Merlin was the the horse. horse. Which one was Clovis? Clovis was Clo- the uh, the deputy who just uh, cleaned up on aisle three. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah. yeah Spill on aisle three. Oh, yeah, he <laughs> lost it at the end. <laughs> yeah. uh, director George Gallo, uh, known for uh, a writer on Bad Boys. Sick. Uh, Midnight Run. Um, the old Midnight Run with De Niro? Uh, yes. Wow. And Middlemen, 29th Street. But I guess uh, more recent. Oh, he was in C. Uh, no, he wrote the screenplay for C Spot Run. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, he's kind of all over the place. Yeah, no, really. And he's only he hasn't directed much else. But, well, he sucked at it, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Didn't do his Apparently. job. Thanks, yeah. Nicholas Cage. Good job. Nick. Although to to be fair, there was some things. I felt like the the romance was lacking. Unfortunately, yeah. they had such little interaction. And like, really, where did it come from? And honestly, like other than that, that one kind of extended scene where they're in the the graveyard. No, in the in the bank president's house. Mm-hmm. They don't have like a ton of interaction with no. the people of the town. Like, so it's like it is kind of like a very quick like we love these guys even yeah. though they robbed us. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, the whole movie really took place in twenty four hours. It really yeah. does. Yeah. So they 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 go to paradise because Lovitz and Carvey set up Nicholas Cage, thinking that you know the cops are after him. They've got to go out of town and uh, they're gonna rob this bank. Uh, but Cage doesn't know they're gonna rob the bank. They go to the bank and it's like. It's so easy that he literally can't resist it. Right. Yeah. The the 
the the guard is asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the people come in saying, "Here's your two hundred and seventy thousand dollars," and the and the video cameras are disconnected, and everyone's just like, "Okay, well, I guess we should probably just rob." That this. was really funny how they're like, "How much do we have here? Two hundred and seventy five. Do you hear me, everybody?" <laughs> and so they decide to rob it, and the robbery was maybe the funniest part. That was Cage the best thing. Robbery was I've ever seen. killing it. And was, yeah, they go across the street to the restaurant to get the keys. <laughs> they bring everyone from, everyone from the restaurant over to the everyone over in the to restaurant. the bank. Oh my god! And yeah, Kate was just losing it the whole time. Yeah. Lovitz is doing like yoga, yoga, breathing with the people, He's singing songs, singing songs about how he'll kill them if they move. I mean, he was great. Um, that that was the funniest part, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a, a great part. And then they're trying to get out of town. Cause cops are on them. They crash the car. Right. They end up getting saved by, I don't know, the nephew of the bank owner. Yeah. Oh, what a they wild coincidence. At, the, at their house, <laughs> giving them clothes to wear. And yeah. Just like, it was, that was very funny. Just like the, like, they, you know, the, the dramatic irony. What do you know? Of, you know, the yeah, audience. Jeez. You know. <laughs> what are the chances? There's the and then Sarah lives people. upstairs. Of course, she lives there, too, because everyone, you know, for the same reason that they had the same parole hearing. Yeah. We just. <laughs> yeah. But it's she's just got simpler. That, she, but she's got them pegged. She knows. She, she knows. knows. And her knows dad is the mob boss. Yeah. That gave Lovitz the tip about yeah. the bank. Because I guess it wasn't a tip. It was more of a brag. I guess it was because a brag. he was always talking about it because yeah. he was mad. Apparently, that's a story he tells every day at lunch. Yeah, yeah. tell that story also, again. Yeah. That, I, I don't know if that actor was in anything else, but he was terrible. The, the mob, the guy. mob guy. He was, he was awful. He was not a not good. And they never go agree. back to them after they let. No, and he also got trio shot go. out of a window. Like he got <laughs> shot and fell back through a window. Like so, I that guess, was the action sequence. I guess, I guess he was in. Hot, but you never hear what happened back to the mob guys. I, I mean, like, they were I'm like, like they send them back, back to. Yeah, they were like send them back to jail, and that's sort of what we hear from that. Um, Richard Jenkins. Yeah, he, Richard Jenkins is FBI fucking guy. awesome. I love him. He is, oh, and he's hilarious. He's he, so funny, he's really yeah. funny, and like I liked everything. his little freak out at the end as well. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he was channeling yeah. Cage a little bit. Yeah, yeah, or, or just like his like uh, you know talking about like fucking like he's like he he keeps a real professional like facade whenever he's dealing with people, but then like. In the car, in alone, the car, yeah. he's just like fucking Christmassy. I'm here, this. like I hate this. Didn't my get to see the thing town. pop out of the turkey. <laughs> Didn't get yeah. to see the thing pop yeah. out of the turkey. And then he's criticizing the license plate, yeah. like D U H. Kind of license plates do you have? Yeah. I love it when he shoots their tire, though. Yeah, yeah. He's just like I hate them. Yeah, he was so good. He's good in everything, though. He is great. I love how he just pops up, too, in so many things. Mm -hmm. He's great. But he's, yeah, legitimately really, really funny. He's in, uh, we were talking about Step Brothers and those movies. Find Uh, your inner dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, he was great. Mrs. Anderson was great, too. She's in Stuff. Uh, she was really funny in the big. It's the the bank owner's wife. Oh yeah, yeah she is wonderful. Sweetheart. She's she was in a lot of stuff. Sweetheart, really. Actually, I think she's her and Dana in, Carvey were speaking hilarious. of movies where people get trapped in little Pennsylvania towns. I think she's in Groundhog Day. I think I, she runs the bed and breakfast. I could I be think wrong. You're right. I think or you're right. Maybe she was one of the in the auction scene. Yeah, one of them maybe. Yeah. She's really funny in this. She picked Chris Elliott. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I forgot about that. Chris Elliott. Oh man. He's come up again. 
We never talk about Chris Elliott. Uh, let's see what else. Yeah, it is her. We were right. There were other bad guys. Like, so right, yeah. that was good. I think we were pretty close on most of the beats of this movie, despite I, I really haven't seen this in a while. Yeah, one, well, I just, yeah, I just kind of forgot that, like, they robbed the bank and then, like, they're just super nice. Like, like and the they, whole town like, is nice. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, they just keep getting into these situations, and like, like you know, Dana Carvey's like, uh, they're at one point they're crossing a river on a boat, <laughs> yeah. and and, and, and uh, he starts Dana Carvey like, falls out, yeah. and then like a bunch of like like old people, yeah, uh, they get in the freezing water, <laughs> the freezing cold water him. to rescue him. Oh my god! And we never really see them again until like the end of the movie when the whole town's for some reason in the police station. <laughs> well after midnight, we can assume just well, like because yeah, they walk out and it's daytime. There's a massive conspiracy <laughs> to like <laughs> they love these three guys for really no good reason. <laughs> There's no good reason why everyone in the town. The is entire there town for them. is together a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for also, I, re- I think like 70 people live in that town. You know, that's it. Yeah. But they have to keep Main Street alive, so they learn this is a small town bank yeah, and insurance, a, an old something, something. loan kind of place. Yeah, and you like said the, that's the vibe that you know you get like a, it's a right. wonderful life. Very kind of much. Vibe so. from they're, it. Yeah. they're keeping the whole thing, and they'll they'll give loans just based on a handshake yeah. with no collateral at all. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. And then they're worried about the big city bank coming mm-hmm. in, and I don't know. They would have ruined the town. Is basically yeah, the idea. That's what they were saying. Uh, I wrote down here, liar, liar, pants on fire, oh my God. nose as long as a telephone but wire. He also, that was another that was another part where his accent, he was like, liar, liar. Liar, liar. He was like, liar, liar, pants on, on fire. fire. It was like, that, I know, there was like a weird southern, you know, southern New York. Southern. Southern New York. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. The cage went through a lot of voices, but that was a... Uh, that was quite the uh, liar, liar pants. They were definitely liar. downtown. Yeah. Definitely. <clears throat> definitely. I don't know what was going on with Cage, but he was just hilarious in this movie. I just can't say that it enough. Was all, it was like kind of like ex, like extra Cage a little bit. It was. Probably because there was no real director. That's actually... He just went for it. It was Cage unhinged. Before, as you mentioned, it was classic Cage, and I would 100% agree with that. We've talked recently about Renaissance Cage when it comes to movies like Mandy, where he's sort of channeling, getting back into have that. Have you seen Mandy yet? I've, I haven't seen it, but I've, I've heard a lot it, yeah. about it. But yeah, please see Mandy. Like, as of this recording, have not Cage seen in that. Please see Mandy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just I want to talk to everyone about Mandy. <laughs> All right, is that a Christmas movie? Why not? <laughs> I'm sure there's a reason why we could say yes. Just based on what I've seen and what I know, it seems like it. It could be a Christmas movie. There's colors. There's Christmas sweaters. <laughs> Christmas carols. It's wholesome. Yeah. Um, Twin Peaks. Oh, she, yeah. She was on Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was... Uh... They did not give her anything to work no, with. I no. mean... She was just there to just be... I, f- I thought yeah, it was disappointing. She was an important character, but John she didn't really do anything. Did you say John Cage? John Cage. Like, the, the famous <laughs> composer. Never silence. Yeah, silence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, and they immediately there was like the romance connection just when he was like Sarah, all of a sudden yeah, well they obviously have a thing that just that that was a weird part of the movie. Oh, okay, so they're in the graveyard and they have like kind of a romantic moment. And she's like, "You don't know me, my dad's mob boss, whatever." 
And he goes in for the kiss, and she like is like, you don't know me, and she leaves. And there's a great shot of Sad Cage just on the Behind fence. Behind bars. Oh, so, oh, yeah. Very deep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bars of- He's in his own prison. Wow. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was just, oh. His face was so good. It was good. Oh, loved it. Yeah. I, I don't really have anything else, honestly. Oh, except that I wrote, excuse my brother, he's mentally retarded. And then I wrote, <laughs> love it, say saying that. he's diabetic. But as you pointed out, I guess that's what people, if that was the technical term in 1994. Trying to, yeah, but still, I mean, he was like, he was, it was still a matter of him referring to the way that his brother was acting. Right. As. as yeah. And so it was, it's certainly. It was a little I was, problematic. I was talking about this the other day with someone where, like, it's weird hearing that even if it's being used clinically from right. something that was like 30 years ago or or 25 years ago it's like sometime in the 90s it's still like a jarring word to hear because it was just like you just don't yeah you don't hear it like don't that hear anymore, it anymore well so the it's funny thing about as the r word now right well the funny thing about that scene i was like oh that's kind of weird and then lovett steps in and he's like no no it's you know he's diabetic and then he starts like kind of flirting with then her he and then creepy, it's like, yeah. then he gets creepy. It's like <laughs> nope it's not better it was still not good love it yeah, yeah. You made it creepy again. God. A lot of smoking inside. There was a lot. It's weird Who lights a cigarette in a bank? I Yeah. I mean, it's one thing, like, I guess, you know, smoking in a restaurant, that was, I mean, that's still illegal in some states. Uh, But, yeah, in a bank, in a, just like anywhere Cage was, he was like lighting up a cigarette. Mm. It was was, uh, weird. It's a habit. It's a it's a, it's a bad habit. It is a it bad is habit. nasty habit. <laughs> yeah. So um, there you go. So where do you think they're all now? Like, what do you think happened? Did Cage stay in paradise? Cage stays and he, he opens up a little diner. Yeah, he opens a, a little he manages diner. the diner. He manages the diner. And he they have a million and kids. Sarah have yeah, they have like seven kids. And uh, I think well, the other two should go back to prison for violating their parole. In and out of prison. That's uh, just that's a clear. I think Dana Carvey had a change of heart. He kind of and did. went into charity work. He's going to work with animals. He's going to work with oh, rescue horses. Oh my goodness! Yes, yeah, he did do. have a very special relationship with Merlin. He loved Merlin. He's he was the one that was horses. like, "We can't just leave this horse." Yeah. Um, that was funny. The whole sleigh thing. Oh, when Merlin funny. was falling through the ice, though. Oh my god! Oh, I was scared. God. You you said the word Artex. <laughs> no, and I almost <laughs> immediately broke into tears. Um, because it had definitely God the shot that of the of the horse like kind of stumbling and falling. That was yeah. just enough to like. I didn't like that. Just make my heart. And I didn't know that was going to happen, but I was still like, they're going to leave this horse in the field. Like, take all that shit off the horse. Take the sleigh off and all the straps and stuff. If you want the horse to, like, go free, take the fucking sled yeah, off. Yeah. Let him free. <laughs> Let him loose. Like, he's, got, he's strapped in. And then they didn't. And then he breaks through the ice. But mm-hmm. he was fine, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. I so I like to think that Carvey works with horses, rescue horses. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And then uh, John Lovitz is definitely back in prison. He right? becomes oh, a wedding yeah, he, singer. He's either he's still committing year. crimes. He's <laughs> he's either in prison or living with mom and still trying yeah. to scam everybody. Scamming. Well, he does sing in the movie. And That's it's... true. <laughs> he does a couple of times. Good. It is really funny. Yeah, I like to think that Edna maybe hooks up with the mob guy. They they actually have some sort of thing. Yeah, Edna's the mom. Yeah, yeah. She was fucking great. She was very funny when she was like reading the 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 fake note from the mob guy. Um, just anytime she really anytime she swore, 
Cause oh she, yeah, she when she's like in the back of the car, with she could the like mom swear guys. with the best of them, you know. <laughs> she's fantastic. We're talking about she was, I'll break my broomstick in half and shove it up your ass. Yeah. I wish I was a witch. <laughs> <laughs> when she's reading the the note, and she's like, "If you don't do this, I." Will. She's like crying. I'll rip off your heads and <laughs> shit down your neck. <laughs> it's, beautiful. It's, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's real beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, uh, yeah. Where does it rate as far as a Christmas movie goes? Definitely a Christmas movie. It's definitely. A, I, I mean, like, at the very beginning, it, it's like this is Christmas. Yeah, They're like Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. It takes place the whole movie pretty much on Christmas Eve. Hundred percent a Christmas yeah. movie. Um, but like, as far as like, is this a watch every year Christmas movie? Is this? Would you say this is a a, a forgotten gem? This is a Christmas movie if you need a cage fix. I that's I think well that's said. yes I agree that's a great way of putting it. <laughs> Put it on your, like, you know, because how many other Cage Christmas movies are there? I don't know. What was that any? one where he goes back in time and lives his life? Man. That's the one. He's really well, rich. That's like a, it's a, that's like a flash sideways. It's like a, what life could have been. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, is that a Christmas movie? Though? I don't think that's a Christmas movie. No, well, it's, Maybe it's, it's Thanksgiving. Like a new, it's like a New Year's movie because it takes place over New Year's. Does I it? Think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, huh. Yeah. I don't know. What else? Cage I don't, oh, here's what I want. So I haven't watched that the Kurt Russell Santa movie yet on Netflix. Oh, me neither. I, I, I really want to because I just I like dumb Christmas movies, and I think Kurt Russell like amazing choice to play Santa. Yeah, yeah. But now that I think about it, I I want to I want a Nick Cage Santa movie where he plays Santa. Yeah. I, okay. I, I, yeah, I want that. But I want it to be full Cage Santa. <laughs> What's that mean? I mean, take take Trapped in Paradise. Yeah. Take uh, like one part's Trapped in Paradise, one part's... Uh, Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> one part's, uh, you know, like, what's another good cage? Uh, Raising Arizona, right? <laughs> so you just take all like all the classic cage and just yeah. put that into a Santa movie. Okay. I just want to see Nicolas Cage as Santa, Nicolas like, cage freaking out in the elves' workshop. Yes, yeah, that's what I mean, just like... What's I, the like, what's the problem? Get these reindeer and go. You know, like, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> oh, so like gone in sixty seconds. Oh yeah, gone in sixty Perfect. Seconds. But yeah, and it's like every year he's going through the same. Like we gotta get six billion presents out. Yeah. You know? Let's yeah. go. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. It's, there's like one. There's like one present that's like the hardest present to deliver. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> and it's. Uh, it's Mega Man. Mega. <laughs> what was the one from Jingle All the Way? Oh, uh, Turbo <laughs> Man. Turbo Man. Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. Jamie. Oh, poor Jamie. He's in jail or was. I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> you ever uh, see Jingle All the Way, Forrest? Yeah, I remember that one. That was uh, a great movie. Sin- is that Sinbad? Sinbad. Yeah. Schwarzenegger and yeah, Sinbad. Schwarzenegger. Oh, and who else? Jamie. Uh, Phil, Hartman. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman is actually oh. pretty great in that movie. Really I miss Phil Hartman. Oh. He's great. Oh god, so sad. We should yeah. do more Hartman. Oh yeah. yeah. You did House Guest, right? Yes, we did. Nice. Yeah. Which also a Christmas movie, kind of. <laughs> at, at the end, it's Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. That counts. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it uh, for Trap in Paradise. Forrest, thanks so much for being oh, here. Oh, thanks for having me. Great, this was great. suggestion. Uh, I enjoyed yeah, watching fun. this one. You got anything cool you want to plug happening at NOLA soon or anything uh, else? Yeah, I'll talk about The Nightmare Before Tiki. Oh, yeah. Yeah, tell us about So, The that. Night of the 23rd. 
uh, night before Christmas Eve. We're doing a Christmas tiki night theme mm-hmm. where I do all my like tropical drinks and my 50 tiki mugs from my personal collection. Great. So that's uh, <laughs> the Sunday after this episode <clears throat> airs. Yeah. Great. And uh, we have uh, Daryl, who does the funk music. Uh-huh. His album Jukebox is really good. And the Fun Boys are playing. All right. So great. it's a free show. Sweet. And good drinks. Uh, and I'll be bartending. Attest, I've been to a NOLA Tiki night, and um, it is good. Drink water. Drink lots of water. <laughs> um, those drinks are strong. They are. <laughs> Hell yeah. They are. I have a big uh, thing with rum, so yeah. I like to blend them. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, check that out. That What did you say? The night before Tiki? What? The nightmare before Tiki. Nightmare before Tiki. Yeah. All right. Cool. December like 23rd. That. Awesome. <laughs> well, thanks again for being here. Oh, and, thank you for having me. And uh, again, as always, if you want to join in on the conversation, you can always send us an email at nowavailableov at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us. Check out our Instagrams at nowavailableovc. That's it. We love to hear from you guys, especially at Christmas time. I don't, I don't know why. Especially. But especially. Uh, Trevor. Parting words of wisdom. Well, I think this movie uh, had some wise uh, elements to it. In fact, the three, uh, the three wise men is how they signed their letter uh, when they re- returned the money. And that's because there's always another road that you can choose or maybe be a different person. I don't actually remember what the wisdom was that we ended up with there, but you can always choose a different path in life. And so you could either be Nick Cage and gone in 60 seconds, or you could be more of a con air kind of person, or uh, you could be face off and you could be two different people. So there you but go. Whatever road you go down, make sure you check and replace your smoke detector battery. <laughs> Molly tells me that on a regular basis. Don't let Tom eat cheese curds. Sounds like a Tom problem. He's going to feel bad. She doesn't run my life. Don't let Tom go over 20 curds. (laughs) (laughs) I think I already have.